Hi guys, and welcome back to All The Hype. I have a bit of a sore throat at the moment, so apologies if you hear me clearing my throat and coughing in this episode. I'm low-key a little bit ill. But anyway, (laughs) before we get started on the episode, I forgot to mention in the last couple episodes that I have a little tradition on this podcast, and that is every guest has to leave some words of wisdom at the end of each episode, and I will announce what they've said in the next episode's intro. So, from the last episode, Dr. Duncan Jackson's words of wisdom were, if you're an organisational decision maker, always check the reliability and the validity of your measures, and if you don't know how, find someone to help who does know. Additionally, if you're applying for a job, find out what measures the organisation is likely to use and practice them. I think these words of wisdom are really important because... If you're hiring someone, it's a massive investment and you want to make sure that you're hiring the right people. And it's amazing advice if you're someone like me and you're applying for jobs because it is really simple, but it is practice that makes perfect and you will be just more likely to get the job afterwards. But if you're anyone who works, we also discussed performance reviews in the episode, so you should definitely check it out after this one. Anyway, I'm sidetracking. Today's episode is slightly different. It is an informal and chatty conversation with my dear friend and cosplayer Kai. And as someone who doesn't know anything about cosplaying and is very much on the outside of that world, I thought this conversation with Kai was really eye-opening and interesting. We deep dive into Kai's cosplaying, what got them started, the advice they would give to new cosplayers, and just the industry as a whole. Quick side note before we get on to the episode, I'm just editing right now and I don't know what was wrong with the audio, but the mic or like the recording equipment has just not picked up Kai's voice. So my voice is a lot louder than theirs. I'm really sorry. I will make sure that I fix it in the next episode, but I hope the audio isn't too bad. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you guys enjoy the conversation. So... Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, been busy, but you know, overall, I'm doing good. You? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, for people who don't know who you are, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Um. Hi. I'm Kai. I am 20, and yeah, I I am here to talk about my cosplay, um, which is something I've been doing for a little more than a year now. Nice. Um, so this is a bit of a silly question, but like, what actually is cosplaying? How do you define that? Um, so I would say I think cosplay is something that that originated from Japan, and it's essentially, it's kind of like just wearing a Halloween costume, except I guess you do it more frequently than, you know, instead of doing it on Halloween day. So cosplaying is just dressing up as a character or fictional, a real, anything you want, really. It's just... It's about dressing up and there's different components to it you know you can do like wear wigs or you um, get a specific costume or you make a costume you make props or you do makeup looks it's just essentially kind of presenting yourself as the character however you want to it's a very creative thing to me yeah and you mentioned halloween so i was actually gonna ask like how is it different from halloween apart from just not dressing up like one time a year I guess for Halloween, you kind of dress up maybe to like hang out with your friends or you dress up to go out, just have fun. It's kind of like, you might put a lot of thought into the costume, but I think with cosplay, um, it's more, at least for me, of an artistic thing where, you know, you portray characters um, 
it's kind of like doing fan art, you know, you can draw a character, but then cosplaying is like using yourself as the fan art almost, and you can portray the character how you like, there's a lot more thought being put into it. Of, for example, you know, if you want to portray a certain theme or convey a sort of idea, a story, um, it's like, I guess it's like Halloween, but you think a lot more about it and it's obviously more frequent. Yeah. And what got you into cosplaying in the first place? Oh, this is a long story. <laughs> um, so I, like, again, cosplaying is mainly about, like, anime, right? I didn't really watch any anime. I mean, I've only watched, like, five until today anyway. I'm not, like, a big part of the community, but basically I've heard of it for quite a while because I have um, a friend of mine who's been into anime for, like, a long time, a long time, and she would also send me, like, you know, cosplayers. And initially I was one of those people who was like, okay, this is cool, but it's a little bit cringe, a little bit weird, like, you're dressing up as a character. Um, but once I started watching it myself, I was like, okay, this is cool, but I didn't really consider it. Um, so what actually changed my mind was that when I went on this boat and you could just go queue up and get some freebies for the event. So I went there, like I wasn't in cosplay or anything. I was literally just myself. But then when I got to the event, I got to see like maybe one out of 10 people were actually in cosplay. And I was like, this is so cool. Like these people actually look so cool. Um, they're really excited about the event. I was taking pictures with like everyone because I thought it was so cool. And then the idea kind of came to me, like, you know, they're so cool, I want to be like them as well. So I am a very impulsive person, so I went on Amazon and I bought like a hundred pound cosplay. Um, and I, I wore it and I was like, okay, this is cool. I posted some pictures it, um, and I made some, I followed the people that I met at the event and made some mutuals. And I was like, you know what, maybe I want to learn a bit more and do this a bit better and see if I can just try more characters and see, see where it goes. That's so interesting. Wait, so you weren't even into like anime before, you just thought it was really cool based on other people? I think I, I mean, I initially cosplayed the game, but I watched, I watched like one anime before I actually started cosplaying. So I wasn't, I didn't go into it with the intention of like, I love anime, so I want to cosplay. No, it was more about the game and more about the, oh my God, dressing up and the makeup is so cool. That's crazy. Cause I think a lot of people have the conception, like they need to really be into anime before like cosplaying. So like, what made you want to go into it long term? Um, honestly, I think, I don't really know what I was thinking at the beginning. I was just so caught up in the rush of the excitement of starting something new. Mm. So I guess um, social media was a big part of it because I, even though like, if I look back now, I'm like, oh my God, that looked horrendous. Why did I post it? But I mean, I posted stuff. I don't know where I got the confidence, but I posted stuff and then it got some um, good reception for some reason. And then, you know, it was really motivating, people were following me and commenting, you know, because people comment a lot of compliments and stuff, and I was like, wow, this is nice, you know, like, people think I look good, and I was like, you know, it's cool to get that sort of validation, but I, I think it started out as that, it was more like, because people followed me, I was like, wow, I should do this more, but as I kind of continued to progress, and I made more friends, and expanded into more different franchises, I was like, I actually really like the creative aspect of it, because I'm someone who likes to analyze characters, you know, I like to look at themes, I like to look at like plot points and all sorts of artistic ways to express them. So I was like, this is something I really enjoy. So I can take my interest of like character analysis and actually create something out of it. And cosplaying is a way to do that. So I just find it to be a really fun hobby now. That's so cool. Because I think not a lot of people would think like, oh, I'm going to analyze the character as well as cosplaying them. I think maybe a lot of people just think, oh, I'm just going to recreate this character instead of putting my own kind of spin on it which I think is really cool. Um, so leading on from that, how do you decide like the characters that you choose to cosplay? Do you have a certain criteria? Um, I'd say for me, um, when I first started 
like, because the first character I chose was this character from Genshin, whom I didn't even like. I do not like her. <laughs> I just chose her because at the time I had pink hair, and she also had pink hair, and I was like, okay, I know I look good with pink hair, so I'm going to do a pink hair cosplay because I feel like I would be okay with it. Mm. But then gradually, because um, right now I moved on from the game to mainly cosplaying from, like, one, one specific anime called Bungo Stray Dog, and it's, it's an anime where, like, all the characters are based on historical authors and stuff, but either way, all the characters have a lot of depth to them most of them anyway, like backstories and aesthetics I really like. So I like to choose a character who um, I think, first off, I relate to them on a to a certain extent, like that I prefer to do characters who are like that. And also sometimes it's also like, I'll look at their hair and I'll be like, okay, I think this hairstyle would suit my face. So I will give it a try. So it's a mix of me liking them, me relating to them, or just me thinking that their look would suit me. Right. No, that makes complete sense. <laughs> because, like, I guess you don't want to do a cosplay that just doesn't suit what you look like or maybe your personality even, yeah. right? Yeah, for example, there's some really, like, I don't really have any examples in mind, but, you know, some very stereotypical anime girl type characters, you know, very, or, like, the very colourful girly types. Like, I think I have friends who cosplay them really well, but I just don't think something like that suits me. So it's not something I would even try because I don't think I would enjoy cosplaying something i guess so cute compared to me like for me that's not my style so mm. yeah i think it's the aesthetic that would really just change my mind no that makes sense what do you think is the most challenging thing about getting into a cosplay of the actual cosplay itself um well it depends um right for some cosplays like cosplays from the game Genshin impact like because the costumes are really complicated they have so many layers and sometimes it can be really heavy so it's like, for some of those costumes, the hardest part is putting it on because you have to zip things up, pin things on, and make sure you put it on in the correct order and you have to make sure it stays on, all of that. But another part is like, I think styling the wig can be really hard as well because obviously anime or fictional characters, their hair can defy the laws of physics and you have to try and make it work using wigs. And I mean, it takes a lot of practice, I think, to know how to do it well. And so it can be challenging sometimes. I think those two are probably the most practical difficulties I would have. Do you have a favourite cosplay or a character? <laughs> hmm. I think it changes all the time, to be honest, because, like, again, I keep re I tend to cosplay the same characters multiple times, doing different variations of them, but I think so far my favourite one is probably this character called Sigma from Boomer Straight Dogs, because I don't know how I did it, but I found his wig and it stays, like, completely fine even if I shove it in a bag. And I think it's styled in a way that really suits my face. And also because his character is very interesting. So there's a lot of different things I can do with it. Like I can do different editing. I can do different types of makeup to portray different aspects of his character. So it's he's someone that is really fun to work with. So that's probably my favorite. Fun and easy. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that just makes sense though. Exactly. Um, do you have like a certain routine that you like like to do before a cosplay or... Like, how do you cosplay? Is it more character dependent or is it more of steps? You mean like getting into cosplay? Yeah. 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 Um, I think for me, the main thing is like, I will style the wig ideally like a day before. So I get it done. I just have it on like a wig in my room. And so when I actually get into cosplay, um, let me think. My order is to, if I have anything that like goes over my head in terms of clothing, I'll put it on first and then I do my makeup and I change my clothes and then I put the wig on. And I fix the makeup and the wig depending because once you see everything together you kind of feel like oh I should change this detail so yeah it's makeup outfit and then wig in order interesting are you never like worried that you're gonna get makeup on your outfit I am no, I'm, like, <laughs> like, 
when I cosplay a character who's wearing white, I just be like, please don't get on my collar, like please, <laughs> I don't want to wash it out, it's so hard. And how long does that whole process take? I guess it depends on the complexity, but um, typically like, if I'm doing a quick, like an hour-ish, I mean, the wig styling is separate, the mm. wig styling can take from like an hour to way longer, like four hours or something, but um, actually getting into it is like one or two hours, I'd say. There's also the struggle of whether or not I manage to put in my contacts easily or if I struggle with it for half an hour. <laughs> that also depends on the weather, so. <laughs> oh my god. It's like so much goes into it. <laughs> you don't even know. Um, like, to a beginner cosplay, what advice would you give them and where do you think they should even start? I guess, um, for me, what's something I should realise is that first you should cosplay a character whose hair um, obeys the laws of physics a bit more <laughs> because wig styling oh my god my first wig I burned it so badly because again I had no idea what I was doing you know I looked at tutorials but I still had no idea so mm. um, it's good to do a character who's easier um, do a character whose wig is easy but at the same time do one a character you actually like that, mm-hmm. because then you would actually be more invested in the project and you, you would be happy with it even if you feel like you don't look good you're still like oh I love this character you know and also but most importantly it's like don't expect it to come out perfect i mean even i think the most experienced cosplayers i mean i haven't been doing this long but i would say everyone is going to be unhappy with the cosplay so it's important not to be like discouraged if you do it and you're like wow i don't look like the person with three million followers online you know that's fine like one you're never going to look like them and two it's just about having fun and enjoying the process and i think it's good to start cosplaying without this expectation of looking perfect yeah invaluable advice guys <laughs> just have fun i think as with every hobby you know you mm. have to actually enjoy it instead of making it into some other stressful thing to do yeah no i completely agree mm-hmm. looking back what do you wish that you would have known before you started cosplaying um i think one important thing is again to not compare yourself obviously but i think something else is when i first started i was really held by on you know making the wig and the makeup look like the character i was like i have to do it in this shape or i have to do this sort of eyeliner because it looks like the drawing of the character and i was really focused on that but then i gradually started realizing that no i think it doesn't really matter if you look like the character because like one if you style the wig exactly like the character it might not suit your face shape and it could look really bad even if you, if you could just make small adjustments and it would look good so i think you really have to learn recognize that you don't have to look like the character you can add your own spin to things and don't be discouraged if you feel like oh my face shape is not as round as the character so i can't do it no it's not i think you can it's kind of like cosplaying should be a merge between yourself and the character instead of like you trying to become the character at all costs yeah no that makes sense just taking the pressure off yourself again i think it's all related to genuinely letting yourself have fun Mm. it's a big part of it and you said like it should be a merge between yourself and like the character. Do you feel like cosplaying has influenced your personal life as well? Um, I I mean, for one, I've made new friends, and I but overall, personality-wise, it's um, made me a lot more comfortable with myself. I think um, because, for example, with cosplaying, like when I do like specific makeup, I have to look at myself in the mirror for a long time, and before I really didn't like my face. You know, I had like complaints about it. But now I'm much more comfortable in being myself because I think it's helped me realize that, hey, there are some things that are very uniquely me that I'm actually happy with, that I like, that bring a sort of, I guess because I'm using my face so much, you know, in cosplays and stuff, I'm much more comfortable with it. 
for example, I used to dislike the way I felt like my face was like asymmetrical sometimes. But you know, cosplaying, I realized that hey, when I do like a long wig, one side of my face looks better. With a short wig, the other side looks better. So that's like a good thing, and I'm completely fine with it. You know, I think it's really helped me become a lot more comfortable. And also in front of the camera, because you know I do photo shoots or like I film stuff, and it's made me a lot less awkward. And yeah, it's just overall I just feel much more comfortable. That's great. You mentioned like sometimes like it made you feel more comfortable within like your own skin and kind of who you were. So I had a little like nosy on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, because you know I got to do my homework. Right. Um, so I was looking at all your cosplays and a lot of them are like indoors. So just based on that assumption, I'm guessing you prefer to cosplay like at home rather than in public. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, I really, it's like, I like to be outside when I go to like a Comic-Con or something, for example. But um, before, like when I first started, I would attend like meets as in, like, you know, like little friend meetups where we're on cosplay. We'll be at like in central London or something and walk around. Um, I did do that at first and it helped me meet like some of my closest friends today, but it's also like I've recognized that it's not really my thing. I don't enjoy the public attention. Um, I don't like being looked at in that way because I feel comfortable at a Comic Con because everyone's dressed up. But I think I'm much prefer to do things on my own in my house. You know, I can shoot pictures by myself, film things by myself. I don't really like doing things with other people except maybe like my closest friends. I think it's just my personal preference. Fair enough. I mean, do you see yourself ever filming anything in public? I guess, like, if I'm with people or something, or in a quietish place, I would, like, because I've seen, you know, some cute videos that I want to recreate, and obviously they would work better on, like, a busy street, so I'm not entirely opposed to it, but it's more like I would not, you know, join, like, a group of maybe, like, seven friends to go out and cosplay anymore, that's not my thing, but if it's, like, a more subtle cosplay, for example, um, and I'm with like a friend or two and we want to film something really easy like I'd be down for that it's cool okay so social media what is your experience on social media do you get a lot of hate and like if you do how do you handle that oh social media (laughs) (laughs) it is I feel like um it's got both good and bad sides so with regards to hate like I think you get it on like most of the time, because the algorithm will target people who will like your content, you'll be fine. But sometimes, especially Instagram, can show your stuff to the wrong people, and you can get some really nasty stuff because people just like to be really negative for no reason. You know, you have the typical people saying like, "Oh, this is cringe" or whatever, or you've got um people, I guess, saying like, "You don't look good," or just people being really mean. But um, at first, I was the kind of person who would like respond to them. Um, for example, I remember on one of my videos, um, it blew up because it has so many hate comments, but it was like, this one guy was like, go see a psychiatrist, and I would respond with something really witty, I was like, yeah, if you pay for it, I'll go, you know, and then, and then it was just, I used to reply to them, but now at this point, I'm just the kind of person who, if I see a hate comment, I just delete it, out of sight, out of mind, you know, I, I'm not going to waste energy arguing with them, their arguments are usually like really silly things to like cringe or L or something that is really ultimately meaningless. So even if I get things like that, I genuinely just ignore it, delete it, and it, I move on with my day. It doesn't affect me, so it's fine. <laughs> Would you consider yourself as an influencer? Oh, that word. <laughs> yeah. No, I only asked because someone told me the other day, like, oh, because you're doing this podcast, you're now an influencer. And I was just like, what? I mean, I guess on one hand, you can argue that the definition of an influencer can apply to anyone who's making public content on social media. Um, 
but there's also a lot of negativity associated with the word. I feel like, I guess so. I prefer, I guess, content creator over influencer because, like, what am I influencing? You know, <laughs> it doesn't feel like I'm influencing much. Um, okay. If I were like a YouTuber or something where I was like, I think, you know, making, talking about my thoughts or something, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm an influencer. You know, I'm influencing people with my thoughts. But I feel like, I wouldn't say I'm not one, but it's not something I would actively be like, yeah, I'm an influencer. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it depends on like your definition of what is an influencer. Do you feel like you do influence people though through your cosplay? I mean, I've had some people um, who are like they're so lovely. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, your cosplay is influenced." Not (laughs) oh my god, it's not in my head. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They'll be like, "Oh, you know, your cosplay has inspired me a lot." Or I've had like some people who go like, "Oh yeah, um, I was inspired to start cosplaying because of you." Um, I remember at Comic Con recently, I was um, I went to the for the Bingo Street Off anime, where everyone kind of cosplays the same thing, and you get to all meet up and take group pictures together. So I went there, and then afterwards, as I was waiting for my friend outside the bathroom, um, this this person comes up to me, and I think they're maybe like, maybe like my brother's age, like fourteen, fifteen, and they were like really um really really sweet. They were dressed up as one of the Bingo characters as well. They came up to me and they were like really nervous and they were like, hi, um, I was on your TikTok live once um, and you know, I started cosplaying and, and we put a picture together and they were really sweet and they were like, I'm so happy to see you. And I was like, that's so sweet, you know? And so I guess I can have some kind of impact, which is crazy for me to say, but I think sometimes I do hear that people are inspired or something by me and it makes me really happy and I'm glad to know that. Um, it's, I think it's not like my primary goal Although it's nice, but it's, you know, it's not something I'm like, oh, I don't want people to look at me like that. I think it's cool when it happens. And because I try to be a very positive kind of person online, I think if it does a good thing for people, then I'm happy. What is your goal when you cosplay? Oh, I've had a lot of thinking about this. Um, yeah, this question is something I feel like people need to really clarify when they get into cosplay. Like, what am I doing this for? Because otherwise, it's easy to get discouraged by things like social media. So. I think the main part of it for me is the sort of creativity. It's like a creative outlet because I feel like, you know, with uni work and with all sorts of things, I really think it's a really good thing to have this sort of place where I can be creative, where I can do something just for fun, something that I truly enjoy and take a break from everything else. I think that's a big part of it for me. The creativity comes with this idea of like expressing yourself because, for example, if I cosplay a character I relate to, then I can express something of my own along with the character and post something that means a lot to me. So I think, again, it's another platform of expression. But also, I think I did consider possibly making this more of a serious thing, like, you know, starting a YouTube channel or becoming more of a serious content creator. So that is something that is still on the table, but I'm not like 100% concrete that I want to go on this path. But yeah, I think mainly for me, it's the expression, but depending on how I feel and my schedule, I'll see if I take it any further. Otherwise, it's still a good hobby and I've made so many friends. You know, the friendships are such a big part of it. So that's a little bit Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Like, I think that it's so nice just to have like a little hobby outside of like your actual, I guess, work, quote unquote, if that's yes. what you want to say. Yeah. Do you ever get paid to cosplay or like brand deals or anything like that? Um, yeah, I get some like brand deals but I, I'm not at a stage of my platform where I can like actively ask for payment I don't think um but there are um like you can get things kind of for free and if you show them on social media for example all my contact lessons lenses I get from um, like sponsorship deals where 
I kind of get it from them and either I just tag them when I post or I make like a video for them, which I have to do soon actually, I have one. But yeah, otherwise, you know, um, there's different brands that like to do this. Sometimes you get clothes, you get all sorts of little gifts and you just kind of make some content showcasing it. Um, yeah, so you do get those. Do you ever set boundaries for yourself with like the content that you create and share? As in like what I like to post and what I don't? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I feel like I'm not the kind of person who makes like very, I guess what you call thirst trappy content, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, um, I mean, I feel like, you know, when, when my friends do it, I'm like, you guys go, I love seeing it, you know, you guys look amazing. But it's not something that I focus on a lot when I make content. Like, I, again, I'm more on like the artistic side where I like to make things that mean a lot to me or I guess have a sort of aesthetic to it. But I think that is something, it's not like I don't want to make it, it's just, I don't know, I feel, I guess I just don't really post anything like that. Um, it just naturally happened like this and I'm like, okay, cool. But yeah, boundaries wise, that's mainly it. Otherwise, I just, I tend to do like similar things. I think I just have, I have found the kind of vibe I like going for. So I just mm. kind of stick with it. Okay. So have you ever felt pressure to like compromise on your art and creativity to create the content that maybe like your followers want? Oh yeah, no, I think that is a struggle that a lot of people have. I've seen my friends talk about it too. It's the idea that like, for example, I think it shows most the most in, you know, if I am mainly cosplaying from say, like I'm mainly doing Google Street Arts content right now. Like a lot of my followers follow me because they like that franchise and they like my cosplays. But if I say, like if I post something like Genshin Impact right now from the game, it gets a lot less interactions than the Bungo Stray Dog stuff. Like it's vis there's like a very visible difference between the amount of likes and stuff that you get from it. So I do feel like on one hand, there's pressure to make content that you know that your followers like you for. But, um, and I do feel that way sometimes, but I mostly overcome it by remembering that this is my platform. And um, even if some people who follow me don't really know the other franchise very well. Like if it's what I want to create, I will make it. And ultimately, I think what matters the most is the people who follow you for you, for like your creativity, for how you express things. You know, I have people who, are, who will comment things like, I have no idea who you're cosplaying, but this looks so cool. And I think that's really nice. Of, so I try to cling on to those and I remember that ultimately this is my page. Um, I can post what I want and people who like it, like it, people who don't like it, don't like it, but I still got to make it. And that's the best part. Yeah. And I guess you're so lucky that you have all these people that actually like who you are, like your, I guess, persona online, right? I, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't say I have that much of it, but um, it's more like, I'm just grateful for anything. Like, you know, every single person who likes posts, I'm like, because they could have just scrolled past and not liked it, you know? They could have mm. just seen it and ignored it. They could have just unfollowed me, but they chose to like it. They chose to, you know, not unfollow me. All of that. It's just... It's nice to know that when you put a lot of heart and soul into something or you create something and people appreciate it, like even if it's, I don't know, 10% less than what people appreciate something else, it's still, it's still a good thing. I think, um, I think, and that's what matters. I saw one of my mutuals once post on their story, like, um, I was talking to my family about cosplaying and then something, something, but eventually their point was that imagine, I don't know, the hundred people who like your post all in the same group, like mm. that's a lot of people. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like it's easy to get disillusioned because you get used to bigger numbers and then you have to keep getting bigger numbers after that or you feel like you're doing worse, but it's still a big number. It's still a number. Like 100 people in a room is a lot of people, you know, and I think that's what matters. Every single person still matters. 
Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's the weird thing about being on social media as well, because you just see a number, you don't actually see mm-hmm. people. So just leading on from that, like, do you think people are quite different in person than on social media? Oh, definitely. Um, there's two aspects of it. One is like friends and the other is like random people on the internet. So first, when it comes to friends, I know so many people who are a lot more confident and stuff and outgoing online. You know, they'll post very cool content, they'll post very dark, serious content. They look very, they look at the camera very intensely or like even like really um, thirst crabby content. And then you meet them in real life and they're so sweet, they're so shy, they're like awkward. And it's like, it's, it's a big contrast, I think. So people definitely can maintain a different persona online because of social media. And then there's the other side, which is random people. You know, you can get, I guess that goes back to the hate. You can get people who are super rude, like online for no reason because they can hide behind their account but then in real life they wouldn't say those things to you you know it's just there is always a distinction yeah cons what actually goes on within a con oh well a comic con is just um days of cosplayers complaining and then missing it afterwards it's (laughs) it's a very funny thing so what a con usually is right is um you tend to go to like a big center like the excel or something in london and then they'll maybe have like one or two halls and inside the halls you'll have stalls of like different stores and stuff kind of like a science fair or something except it's just different artists or vendors selling things and then you've also got sometimes got performances on like a main stage um or you've got sometimes they get anime or series voice actors and you can like buy a signature or a picture with them i don't do that it's so expensive but yeah there's that um but mainly it's just um I guess I would say maybe 60 to 70% of the people who go there go and cosplay. Um, so for me, the main part of Comic Cons is getting to see friends. So, you know, I go to Comic Cons with like certain friends, we get to stay together, hang out, do silly things, go to the after party or something. But it's also like, um, you get to see other people who you're not as close to, so you wouldn't just say, hey, let's hang out, you know, you won't arrange any sort of meeting outside. But when you're at a con, you can see them, t- take pictures with them. So a big aspect for me is the social side, which is just getting to see people and like seeing each other's cosplays in person. But I guess another part of it is just because I know some photographers and stuff, so I do some photo shoots um, at the Comic-Con with like, because it's obviously different when you have a professional versus shooting it yourself. So it's also a chance to get some pictures done. Do you ever get recognized at cons? <laughs> I mean, not really. I think it's mainly friends. Mm. Um, because I think, again, it's a, like, if you might look at my page and be like, oh my god, like, who is it? Like, 10k followers, that's so many. But realistically, one compared to others, it's not that big. And two, it's like, there are so many cosplayers. <laughs> like, the, um, it's a very, very big group of people. Like, and also, I'm, so I don't think, um, it doesn't happen, but it's, it's mostly you'll get recognized by your friends um, and stuff like that. Mm. But honestly, it's so, for me, I struggle with recognizing even my friends I can't. Like, I'll see people and not recognize them because, again, you might be dressed up, you look really different. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You mentioned a story with, like, that little kid, like, coming up to you, like, that they felt really, like, inspired by your story and your cosplays. Do you feel like a pressure to uphold a standard to young kids? Mm, for me, it's not really, like pressure it's more like me doing my part because i've been um, doing social media for a lot a long time i've done a lot of different sorts of content like i've been doing social media on especially instagram for years and i've always just had this principle of because i have a platform 
I will, you know, maintain a positive kind of, I guess, community. I will have a positive sort of energy. Like I will never post anything negative, like, to the public. You know, I might post it on close friends or something, but um, for me, it's very important to always not just have a positive image so that people like me, but have a positive, I guess, kind of content so that people will not feel negative when they see what I post. Does that make sense? It's like, I guess you could say it's sort of pressure, but for me, it's like a, it's something I must do. It's not even like pressure. I just feel like it's the right thing to do and I do it naturally. Um, I, that's why I kind of don't like it when I see some people post like, publicly post about like insignificant drama or something, because I feel like if you have people following you, um, it's important to be responsible for what you do online. So mm. yeah, for me, that's just like a given, honestly. <clears throat> Fair enough. I mean, if only everyone was responsible like that <laughs> what has been like your most memorable moment out of your whole cosplaying journey so far Ooh. um honestly <laughs> i would say it's um last summer um because basically i told you i used to go to a lot of meets and stuff right so um at one of the meets during christmas i met like like my closest friend in cosplay verity you probably see her all over my face <laughs> you know um um, so me most memorable was I went over to her house for like a whole week in a whole week in the summer last year And we would just like cosplay together because she has like a big field near her house We would go out and we could shoot stuff in the sunset on the grass like and it was so chill because we both love cosplaying and We got to like make content together. We got to see each other like get ready and help each other It was just a lot of fun. I think and I see that as such an important moment because um, For me like I've never had that many friends growing up and stuff, you know, but it's like cosplaying allowed me to meet so many new friends and that moment was only possible because I cosplayed and the enjoyment that we got from cosplaying together as well it was like it's so special I just feel like it's a very special kind of bond to have to be able to do something like this together because it's like you both have such a big passion for this thing and you can do it together it's so fun and so chill it's it was such a nice experience so that's probably a really good memory I have that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was such a lovely week. Like, um, I think it's like you're with a good friend. You you cost you doing something you love together. You're having fun. You're goofing around, and it's just so nice. What do you like the most about cosplaying? Um, for me, it's um one, it's the idea of like I can you know finally go like I can show my passion for my favorite characters and be creative about it, and also just meeting friends. It's the friendships you make are so amazing because I feel like, you know, obviously with cosplayers, you tend to have a certain type of people, like maybe like the nerdy-ish people, the people with like specific interests that are similar to you. And you get to meet such a wide range of people. Um, and the ones who stick, who are who become close to you, like you have such a nice bond. And I think it allows you to meet people that you wouldn't otherwise meet because, you know, people do all sorts of different jobs, like in the cosplayer community. There's such a wide range of people doing all sorts of things that you wouldn't have met if you hadn't done this. So, yeah, it's the friendships and it's the creativity. I love those two things the most. Nice. What is your least favorite thing? Because uh, <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> um, for me, it would be, one, it's the drama in the community. I mean, I'm not involved and I'm the kind of person that doesn't really talk about drama. Like, so I don't really, like, sometimes people tell me things, most of the time I'm not involved in anything, but it's kind of frustrating to see it online sometimes. Like, I mean, obviously for big things, like if someone's like, a nonce, you know, it's one, it's great to see like everyone calling them out and getting them off the platform, that's very good, but sometimes it's like, um, you'll see some drama that's like, oh yeah, this person said this about me, or 
or like you just hear all sorts of rumors like I don't like this person, this person doesn't like that person and it just brings the mood down entirely because realistically we're all just wearing costumes. We're all just people like dressing up for like just to have fun. I feel like sometimes all that negativity really gets to me and it makes me really frustrated to be in this community because people can just be really annoying um, and bring a lot of negativity that makes you not want to do this anymore. And I guess another part is social media and everything that comes with it. You know, the comparing to comparing yourself with others, the or like feeling discouraged by, you know, for example, the algorithm not giving you views, like because all that is honestly random. But it can be a bit discouraging sometimes if you put a lot of effort into making something and then no one gets to see it because you just didn't get lucky, stuff like that. So it can be a bit discouraging at times. Yeah. I can imagine. And just as like one final question, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I've missed? Um, I think, I guess one thing I really like to emphasize is the idea of cosplaying for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. As in finding the reason why you want to do it. Um, whether or not that's like you want to be famous on social media, completely fine by the way, if you want to do it, just go for it. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you want to be social media famous. Like, I think if you want it, like, go for it. Why not? Um, I think it's really remembering that this is something that is meant to be fun, that is meant to be something you love, um, and that you should enjoy it. You know, if you feel like at one point you're cosplaying and you're like, oh, this is so stressful. I feel like I have to do this. I don't even feel passion for it anymore. I think when that moment kind of happens, you have to stop and just reevaluate it because overall, this is meant to be something fun. And it sucks sometimes to see people bringing themselves down or just feeling really miserable that, oh yeah, my cosplay didn't turn out how I wanted or um, I feel like no one, I'm not getting any views, like stuff like that. It's really sad to see because I feel like it's so important to remember that you're doing this mainly for yourself. Like you should really remember to let yourself enjoy it. I feel like something, that's something that people tend to kind of forget about. I mean, I forget it sometimes too, when I think, like any form of art, it's important to stay true to yourself and remember why you're doing it in the first place. Yeah, I think that goes for everything, to be fair. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, so just as like a final, final thing, yes. um, I have a little closing tradition on this podcast okay. where every guest has to write down like some words of wisdom that they'd like other people to kind of take forward in their life. Um, and this could be anything. It doesn't have to be related to anything that you talked about in this episode. Just don't say what it is. And I like to release it in like the introduction of the next episode. Um, okay. And I usually have a little book, but I forgot it today. <laughs> so you can write it down later. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> this was really fun. Thank thanks you for talking to me. No worries. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay.